Hey everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited. Hey everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited live from Cancun, Mexico. You can probably hear the birds singing behind me. Today I wanted to talk about why I love B2B businesses versus B2C. Now, I've done both and I failed at both. Uh, I've had some successes in B2B and here's what I've been able to actually figure out. So listen up for a second. And this is good for founders who are out there who have maybe identified a particular product or opportunity and they are trying to determine whether they should maybe go the B2C route versus the B2B route. I always, again, love the B2B route. Now, here are a couple reasons why. The first one is, and I think this is the, probably the most important piece, is the fact that I can identify the stakeholders within an organization, within, let's say, some sort of market vertical, and go after those individuals and literally reach out and say, Sally, Bob, you know, VP of marketing at X organization, we're, we're conducting research here to be able to determine what, A, what this product should look like that we're working on, and B, uh, if there's a, enough of a pain point or a total addressable market for the product that we're offering. So that is a lot different than actually building a product beforehand in a vacuum or in your, your closet with your co-founders and then going to market with something that you haven't actually verified anyone cares about, which can be a little difficult for us founders to, to actually digest the idea that maybe you know this idea is only in our heads, right? So we can actually distill it down and select a subset of the market and start to go after them. In research, I was a focus group moderator in graduate school, and that's where I started to really think about research methods and how do you identify a sample size and go after them and then start to ask them questions. So. The, the first part of that is being able to create a target list of organizations, the contacts within those organizations. So if you're selling to HR or sales or marketing, create the lists uh, with those stakeholders' information, right? And then just reach out, as I mentioned earlier, and just say, listen, we're, we're doing research. Do you have five or ten minutes to, to chat? And we'd like to you know, gather your thoughts on this market opportunity, right? Or the, the your day-to-day uh, workflow or your pains and you know how you can actually have a, a better more productive day at work you know if it's sales it's sell more faster quicker more efficiently if it's marketing it's generate more leads or build more brand or whatever if it's uh, HR it's you know hire people better people quicker you know whatever the 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 value is of their role or, or whatever they could do better, more efficiently, etc. You know, you want to start to focus on the reality and not necessarily the, oh, you know, this is a very cool, innovative concept. Like, those are a little scary for me because they don't actually, like, focus on a very specific pain point that someone's going to pay for, right? So a lot of, like, the workflow tools, like, there are tools like Asana out there, project management tools and stuff. I have a little hard time building those kinds of businesses because, you know, the, the differentiator is very challenging, I think, to be able to, to say, hey, listen, get off your, your current sort of system that's already kind of doing these things and use ours because it's prettier, right? Now, don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed Asana for a long time. I'm kind of like iffy on, on the latest uh, user experience tweaks that they've made, but, you know, I'm sure they're doing fine. They're heavily funded. And uh, Dustin Moskovich, who's one of the co-founders of Facebook, is CEO and founder there. So, yeah, they're, they're fine there. 
So again, back to why I enjoy B2B versus B2C is again, being able to focus on that market segment, talk to the market and find out what is the truth. What is the actual truth? Will you pay for this thing? A, uh, maybe, maybe not. Well, what would it need to do for you to, to pay for it? Now, if it's a brand new market, let's say opportunity or a, a greenfield market, you know, where you know, there's not really an entrenched sort of competitor or it's not an, a mature space, it might be selling the dream a little bit and saying, hey, here are the, here are the uh, you know, your, your pain points. We've developed a system that will actually allow you to do X, Y, Z better, faster, more efficiently, whatever, right? What does it need to do to actually be able to be purchasable by your organization or you pay for it? Right. If it's something where, you know, you're just kind of an enhancement to an existing tool or you want to displace an existing solution, you know, you can ask the same thing. You know, what do you like about your existing solution? What what don't you like? You know, and then you can start to dig into those things and start to understand, you know, where's the real opportunity. Right. So if you think about that, again, being able to ask the market, understand what they're using, what they're not using, where the opportunity is, how can it get better? And even if they're using a solution today, and they, let's say they're tied into some sort of annual contract, you know, it's, it, it, it's again, you shouldn't be scared to say, or, or to ask rather, what would we have to provide for you to end that contract and sign with us, right? How, how much better does a product actually have to be? And you have to think about that, right? So what are the features, et cetera? Again, you can literally talk to the market. And again, it's a, it's a magical thing versus consumer. I mean, consumer, again, consumer can be very big and very lucrative. There are, I mean, tons of really fantastic consumer businesses out there. But if you think about them, they're really kind of like, you know, the needle in the haystack, right? They're, they're big, big bets that you have to put, uh, put and you have to actually reach critical mass, right? How many Twitters are, are out there? How many Facebooks? I mean, you know, think about that. Now, I'm not saying don't go and invent the next Facebook, Twitter. Absolutely go for it, right? But understand what you're dealing with, right? You cannot sit there, unless you're Procter & Gamble or Nestle and you have, you know, tons and millions and millions and millions and billions of dollars uh, that you can spend on research and development, uh, you know, it's very, very challenging to actually reach the end consumer and start to ask them what they want. And it's relatively inefficient to do that anyways. I started a company in, in 2005 that was called My Trips, and it was a social network for travel. We didn't have the uh, social graph that exists today. We didn't have the mechanisms of really, you know, lighting the, the viral fire that we do today. And so it was, a little, it was a little challenging for us, and I conducted a lot of inefficient sort of research out there. I was onboarding end users manually, and it was very, very challenging. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I am a consumer product expert. I am absolutely not, okay? <clears throat> but what I wanted to communicate to you today is, the, again, why I enjoy B2B versus B2C and why you should really, I think, in my opinion, start to think about the world from a B2B perspective and say, hey, what are the, the opportunities out there that we can actually solve for and help organizations, enterprises of all sizes, whether they're small or medium-sized businesses or very large organizations, where are those opportunities? And then, again, create a list of stakeholders to go after within these organizations, start to conduct the research, and once you start to see enough of a trend, 
then start to, the, to, to build out your MVP and start to sell. So the, the last thing I'll, I'll leave you with is you can literally sit there and say, hey, stakeholder A at X company, you know, if we build these features, would you consider beta testing and then potentially buying? And you can start to get commitments right away, right away. I've done this a ton of times. Um, now <laughs> the challenge is actually building the product that you're uh, that you're selling to them and selling the story. That means, um, you know, which is another another issue, another challenge uh, in itself. So, anyways, I hope that's helpful, everyone. Have a fantastic day. If you have any questions, please tweet at me at Soto Ventures. Use Soto Ventures hashtags for any really cool tweets that you send out there to the world. Um, and I'm also on Snapchat today. So, I uh, hope all is well. See you soon, guys.